Welcome to the Making Fitness Funner podcast with your host, personal trainer and nap connoisseur, William Mitchell. Hello and welcome to the Making Fitness Funner podcast. I'm your host, William Mitchell. Last week, we took a look at, is there such a thing as drinking too much water? And if so, how much water is too much and how much water is too little? So, if you'd like to know a little bit more about your hydration habits, check out last week's podcast. This week, I want to look at sugar, the good, the bad, and the tasty. Now, I kind of got interested in this because I have we're entering sugar season. Um, this is, when I'm recording this, is the time between Thanksgiving and Christmas where you're invited to all the parties and there's all the cookies and all the cakes and all the special treats you only get once a year. And almost all of them are laden with sugar. So what about eating all this extra sugar? And I have kind of an odd relationship with sugar. Being a type 1 diabetic, if, you, if I take too much insulin, then my blood sugar goes low. When my blood sugar goes low, I have to ingest sugar to get it back to normal. Unfortunately, usually when that happens, you ingest too much. So then it goes high. And you end up on a cycle that way. So normally I'm trying to avoid eating excess sugar. And then sometimes I'm shoveling in excess sugar. So what all does this do to you? We'll start out, let's look at some of the history. In, up until fairly recently in human history, the possibility of starvation was very, very real. Food was limited. You needed sugar, fat, and protein, just like you do now. But sugar, fat, and protein were harder to come by. Um, you had to go hunt an animal and get to get the meat for the protein, basically. I mean, there's vegetable proteins, too. Uh, same thing for fat. Sugar was hard to come by. Um, you could find it in fruits. When fruits were in season, you could find it in honey, but that was about it. About 2,500 years ago in Southeast Asia, they discovered a plant that they we now call sugarcane. And they started getting the juice out of sugarcane and making the first refined sugar. At this time, sugar was considered to be a very rare and very expensive spice. About the year 1500, somewhere in that neighborhood, technology improved and sugar started dropping in price and it became a commodity. But it was still a very expensive commodity. By the 1750s, sugar surpassed grain as the most valuable commodity in all of European trade. And of course, sugar has been getting, um, it's been getting cheaper per pound, but more valuable and more consumed as time goes on. And in U.S. consumption, in 1822, the average person ate 6.3 pounds of sugar per year. In 1999, the average person ate 107.7 pounds of sugar per year. To put that in different terms, the amount of sugar that's in a 12-ounce soda in 1822, it would take you five days to consume the amount of sugar in a 12-ounce soda. Now, it takes the average American about seven hours to consume that much added sugar. And if you think, well, why do we eat that much sugar? It's because we can. Because of the fact that sugar was so rare and it is so needed for our metabolism, 
in moderate quantities, but it's so needed for our metabolism that our brains are hardwired to crave sugar. Our brain, our brains are very picky eaters. They basically will only eat sugar, and they eat most of the sugar that we take in. So when they detect that we have eaten sugar, they get that sweet taste, they immediately release the feel-good hormones. Hey, this is great. You want more of that, which is why we like sugar so much. And, and it goes for pretty much all the mammals. A study that I saw that I just thought was fascinating, they took rats that were addicted to cocaine and they gave them their option between super sweet water, and it was artificially sweetened water, so it wasn't even to prevent them from starving. They gave their choice between sugar sweetened, super sweetened water and cocaine, and the rats would always choose the super sweetened water, even though they were addicted to cocaine. That's how hardwired the desire for sugary sweet things are into our system. So whenever we've got an abundance of sugary sweetened things, and a hardwired desire to, hey, I really want to eat that, it is a potential problem. Now, sugar is not all bad. Sugar's gotten a very bad rap. But sugar is the the primary source of energy in your body. We, when you're sitting still, you do burn fat. But when you get up and start moving around and start becoming active, your body switches over to sugar metabolism and that's what fuels almost all of the metabolic processes in your body. Also, most of you have heard of glucosamine. You take the glucosamine supplements. Glucosamine, half the word is glucose. It is made from glucose as our proglycans. And these are some of the main building blocks of cartilage. And we need cartilage. So all sugar consumption is not bad. So if you're going to eat fruit or eat... Um, vegetables that have a lot of starch which is converted into sugar all that these are not bad for you it's the added sugar because when you get a lot of added sugar it suppresses your immune function it causes your white blood cells not to be as active um, and there have been several people that speculate that that could be the reason for cold and flu season now this is just a, an opinion it's a, a hypothesis that the fact that in the winter time when it's cold and flu season it's also the time between Halloween when we start eating lots of sugary candy and Easter when we stop eating lots of sugary candy and go back to our fresh vegetables that start coming into the garden. That section of time in there is also a time that we may have um, suppressed our immune system by eating too much sugar. It also causes inflammation, um, and we know that total body inflammation is a bad thing. It produces free radicals. It may or may not increase the risk of heart disease simply because most of the increased risk of heart disease was determined to be in people who were overweight. Now, the sugar itself doesn't cause you to get fat. People think, oh, I can't eat sugar. I'll get fat. That's not the way it works. It's only excess calories. Sugar itself doesn't make you fat. But if you eat extra sugar and you don't cut back somewhere else, then yes, it does make you fat. Another thing, that excess sugar can upset the balance in your intestines and increase the risk of colon cancer. So just like our discussion of water, a little bit of sugar is good for you. A whole lot of sugar, maybe not so much. So now what do you do? We're entering into the season of the year that one of your coworkers or one of your friends or if you're a school teacher, one of your students, somebody is going to come up to you with a 
a tray of home-baked goodies, candy, cookies, whatever, your favorite cake, and say, I really thought of you when I made these, and I want you to try it because I really think you're going to like it. Now, you've got two choices. Be a jerk and say, ooh, no, I don't want your stuff. Get away from me. Or be nice, take it, try it, and then think, what did I just do to my health? So what do we do? Well, for two reasons, I'm going to take the aforementioned treat and I'm going to eat it. Number one, because it tastes really good most of the time. And the other thing is, I don't want to be thought of as a complete and total jerk. So what do you do? Now you've eaten more sugar than you need. Well, once again, I said it's your source of energy. So what I personally am going to do and what I recommend to you, if you know you're eating more sugar than you need, is to be more active than you have been. If you burn off more of that sugar, it doesn't build up in your bloodstream and the negative effects are minimized. Also, if you're more active, those extra calories, and those generally are extra calories when you eat that extra cookie, those extra calories do not become extra weight. So, somebody offers you a medium chocolate chip cookie, you're a nice person, you take it. You just ate about 20 grams of total carbohydrates, about 10 of those grams are sugar. They There's four Gram, four calories in a gram, of car, a gram of sugar, so that's about 40 calories. Go walk about a half mile or increase your step count. If you're using a step counter by a thousand steps, you took care of it and you didn't hurt anybody's feelings and you enjoyed the cookie. You probably want to watch your total sugar intake. So if you know you ate three extra cookies at work, try to cut back on some of your sugar intake the rest of the day. Um, definitely give up a soda or something. And then you can enjoy the holidays, not worry so much about the sugar intake, and that will make your fitness just a whole lot funner. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If I've said anything that you thought was enjoyable or worth sharing, please refer this to a friend so that they can have more fun in their fitness journey. Also, please remember to subscribe and like the podcast. As always, I'd like to thank One Accord for the bumper music and Paul Sink for the great intro work. And I hope you'll join us next week as we try to make fitness funner.